back to the Northeast Newscast. This episode was made possible by Schmeka's online market in Delhi. This week, Kansas City's very own mayor, Quentin Lucas, is joining us to share his reflections on his first year in office, including how the city is handling the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. We're also talking role models, how he deals with haters on social media, and the attempts to recall him from office. I know you're a busy man, so thanks for joining us, Mayor. Thank you for uh, talking to me and always happy to visit with the Northeast News. Well, that's good to hear. It's an honor. All right, so let's get started. You made it to one year in office in August. COVID-19 is worse than ever in Kansas City. There's economic fallout from that, as we all know, and we've broken the homicide record. How do you think you've handled arguably the most tumultuous year in recent history? Well, you know, day by day, it is uh, certainly not envious for uh, anyone to come into a mayor's office with a pandemic, um, an ongoing violent crime epidemic, the budget challenges that relate to both. Uh, but we will continue to address them, making sure that the people of Kansas City are safe uh, from COVID-19 that we are doing all that we can to make sure that public health is uh, the primary uh, objective and the decisions that we're making each day here at City Hall. Sure. Good to hear. So we've had 243 deaths and 17,651 lab confirmed cases since March. And your current executive order requires face masks indoor when six feet of physical distance cannot be maintained. How do you think Kansas Cityans are handling the pandemic at this stage? You know, I think we're doing a a good job. Uh, By and large, Kansas Cityans are wearing masks. We've seen a sea change in consumer behavior in a very short amount of time. I know that is not easy. I know that has changed uh, a lot of what families and others have been up to. And so I am proud of that fact. Uh, But as good as we have been, we continue to see a rapid increase in the number of cases in Kansas City. We continue to see ongoing and very significant concerns as it relates to um, hospital beds and ICUs. And so uh, I think that we have a lot more work to do. We need to really try to stop the informal spread of COVID-19, which we are, are seeing just exploding across the metro area. I'd like to see a mask order in place in the more rural counties of Missouri and Kansas. We're not there yet. But um, Kansas Cityans want to keep each other safe. I've seen a big change. We just have, unfortunately, a lot more work to do. I would agree with that. So is there anything you would change about your first year in office? I mean, gosh, if I could play God, it been a lot of stuff. <laughs> Assuming that I can't. Uh, sure. But, you know, it's like the Frank Sinatra song, My Way. Regrets, I have a few, but then again, too few to mention. I mean, it's, uh, you learn every day on this job. You try to do your best. Uh, some days everything works out well. Some days everything works out poorly. But you continue to work hard each and every day. And that's what I'll continue to do as mayor. Uh, I certainly hope that we're a safer city next year. I hope that there are fewer acts of gun violence. Uh, I spend my nights often awake at night thinking about how we can try to save more lives. That's something I care about. But uh, on the whole, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep doing the job that I was elected to do the best I can and uh, working with the good people of Kansas City to do it. Sure. Now, despite the pandemic, you're still facing all those other challenges the city is seeing right now. And it looks like you're actually stepping out to address some of those major problems through your new anti-crime initiative, Reform Project KC. You've been walking through neighborhoods with community leaders, stakeholders, residents, and I even got to join you for two of them. So what insights into the needs of Northeast and other urban core neighborhoods have you gained from your walks so far? 
Well, I think a lot of people often try to speak for um, neighborhoods in the core of the city, like Northeast KC. What they don't do enough of is listen. And we've had a lot of conversation this year about police community relations, a lot of conversation uh, about um, how we can make our community safer, but not enough conversation where we're listening to people. And so that's going to be a huge part of what I think is necessary for us in the next phase. I can come up with a lot of ideas, but if I make them all top down, then that's going to be a problem. We need to make them more bottom up. We need to learn about how parks improvements, how lighting improvements, how better investments in housing can help improve neighborhoods. And that's something that I catch on the Northeast every day. You recently toured the Sheffield neighborhood with new city manager Brian Platt on his first unofficial day on the job. And he's excited to move here and start in January, he said. But what do you hope he gained from this experience? You know, I wanted him to get to know Kansas City's neighborhoods and to see just how diverse and interesting they are. Not just diverse in people, but in housing styles, in space, in history. You walk the Northeast, it feels like you walk through however many different cultures, different centuries, um, different parts of what it means to be a Kansas Cityan. I wanted him to have that opportunity, and I think he did. And I think that that helps him when he's back on the ground, hopefully none too long, have a chance to say, you know, I uh, understand what the challenge is. I've met some of the neighbors. I've met some of the neighborhood leaders. And I can hit the ground running and make a difference. That's, That's completely what this is about, and that's what our goal is. And we were pleasantly surprised to see that just one week after your tour through Sheffield, you were back here trying your hand at street repair. (laughs) So it seems that in your recent experience, you can't make everybody happy. Some say you're not doing enough, while others say you're doing too much. How do you deal with the attempts to remove you from office? And, you know, in the age of social media, how do you deal with the online haters? Um, I think that... Every day, you just need to be ready. You just have to be ready to do what's right. Um, Haters haters are around a lot. I have a lot more haters than I ever did before. But I just keep waking up and doing my job to the best of my ability. I wake up and say, you know, how am I going to try to address the issues affecting Kansas Cityans? That's what we keep doing. So they can try 18 different recalls, all of that. That's not going to break my stride in terms of what it is that I need to be getting done um, for the best interest of the people of Kansas City. And then at a certain point, you got to, you know, you got to just turn off the social media. You can't respond to every Facebook comment, something that I did a lot of when I first became mayor. You can't respond to every tweet. You can't actually always read the blog posts about you. And sometimes, even though I love my Northeast news, you can't read that news hound column sometimes. (laughs) You need to make sure that you're just doing your job and uh, know that things will work out if you're doing what you think is best. Sure. I mean, as far as I know, you're the first Kansas City mayor, and maybe honestly, the first mayor ever, who's given out his cell phone number to constituents. (laughs) What made you decide to do that? And do you regret it? You know, um, I think it was... It was a crazy idea. At first, I wanted to just hear from the people more. You know, you get in offices like this one and you sit on the 29th floor of City Hall and you almost get in this rarefied air where you're not learning the experiences of people enough. I wanted to make sure that I never lost track of both where I was from, but also how people are responding to challenges, how people are responding to change. So that's why I gave up my cell phone number. And, you know, by and large, most people um, are decent with how they reach out. There are a lot of other people who aren't, but uh, I think I'll just continue to try to push 
an approach that says, you know, I'm just trying to make the best difference I can. And the best way you can do that is by knowing what the challenges are in your community. You know, I like that. Are those challenges what pushed you to initially run for city council in the third district? You know, I ran for city council in part because of that, but also in part because I was so lucky to have this amazing life, this amazing life where I transitioned from poverty to um, really a great career. And it was kind of my view that, well, my gosh, if I'm able to go through all of that and do all of that, there's absolutely no reason that I shouldn't make that opportunity for others. And so I didn't want to just wake up and say there, but for the grace of God, go I. I wanted to be in a position where I could say, you know what, I'm changing opportunities, outcomes, life perspectives for a lot of people. And so that's why I went with that approach. Sure. Now for a fun question. You and I both grew up here. But if you were trying to get somebody to move to Kansas City, what would you tell them? You know, if I was getting someone to move to Kansas City, what I would probably say is um, look at how engaged our community is. Look how possible it is for you to um, get connected with and reach out to others. I have loved every step of the way that I have had this amazing opportunity to talk to every CEO, every athlete, every neighborhood in town. And that was before I became mayor of Kansas City. I think that we need to continue to um, look to those positive steps and opportunities. And that is something that I have loved about being part of Kansas City. And now I know it might be like asking somebody to pick their favorite child, but what's your favorite Kansas City barbecue? Uh, you know, I always say it this way. It is, you know, some sauce from Arthur Bryant's and some uh, meat from Gates. It is uh, the wings I just had at Jack's Stack, and it's some burn-ins from LC's. Basically, all of the above. You can't just pick one favorite <laughs> child, of course, right? <laughs> sure. Good answer. We'll stick with that. So in your statement congratulating President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris, you noted the importance of representation for children, especially in seeing somebody who looks like them in office. Do you think you're that person for young children of color in Kansas City? You know, I try to be. Uh, I am far from perfect, um, but I was always someone who you know, just realize that if you work hard enough, you can build great opportunities in our city and in our community. And that's what keeps me going each day. So I hope at least that lesson is an example, even if it's sometimes the kids may say they want to root for somebody a lot cooler and a lot taller. <laughs> so who's your biggest role model in your position? And has that shifted over the years? You know, I years ago found Nelson Mandela um, to be one of the most inspiring people to me. And part of the reason that Nelson Mandela was so inspiring was because he lived this life shockingly removed from bitterness. He was in prison for 27 years um, and lost so much of his life but came out as someone who was magnanimous, a true leader, and somebody who wanted to make a, a real difference for his country. And so I am, and have always have been, a fan of the legacy that his life left for us and the lessons that I think he could give for all of us long-term. I think that's a pretty good one and something that everybody should practice a little more, I think. So what are some of your biggest goals for yourself in the city moving through the rest of your term? 
Well, you know, a few different things. I mean, we need to make sure we're supporting small businesses in Kansas City. I am excited about the future of our economic development recovery. Um, And I think that's going to be probably the next key and important step for all of us. Uh, I think in addition to that, we have more work to do in terms of how we make our, our city safer. And so I would hope that by the end of my time as mayor, we could say in all Kansas City neighborhoods, we've addressed violent crime. We've brought the number of homicides down we're seeing more small businesses that are sustaining and that are able to start up anew. And speaking of small businesses, just to clarify, because I've seen some misinformation out there, nothing is shut down because of a mandate in Kansas City, right? That is correct. There is nothing shut down. Instead, we're just in a situation where right now we are requiring people to wear masks. Not the worst requirement, not the toughest thing ever. Just do that small and important step. And I think we'll be in a position where we can really help our our neighbors stay safe long term. And I know I got to hear you read a few letters from service members at the National World War I Museum's Veterans Day ceremony earlier today. But is there anything else you'd like to say to the veterans who have served our country in Kansas City? Thank you for your leadership, not just when you were in the service, but for your leadership far beyond. So many of our veterans are are folks that are leaders in their families or mentors for nephews, nieces, sons, daughters. Um, there are people that are really the pillars of our community. And so I thank them for their ongoing service to our country and our community each and every day. All right. Any last thoughts for Kansas City? You know what? We'll get through this current challenge. I think we'll be in a good place long term. We need to make sure we wear our masks and we stay safe. But beyond that, I look forward to um, us celebrating more successes as Kansas Citians long term. Including another Super Bowl, right? Oh, heck yeah. That is, that's <laughs> almost key, essential, a foundational requirement for all of us. So go Chiefs. Wear your masks so we can have another parade. You're darn right. All right. Thank you so much for joining me, Mayor. Hey, thank you so much. Have a good one. Bye-bye now. And that was Mayor Quentin Lucas. This episode was made possible by Schmeka's Online Market in Delhi. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. I'm Abby Hoover.